this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm going to share something that I really wish I had figured out a lot sooner. And that is this. Great things take time. Now, you've probably heard this before. You've probably rolled your eyes at it before if you're anything like me. But sometimes we look at people who have had businesses for 10, 20, 30 years, and we expect our businesses year one, year two, year three to look as comprehensive or as built out or as polished as their businesses. And if I could go back in time and just like implant the thought into my own brain from years ago, this is gonna take some time. I wish I had figured that out a lot sooner. That's the one of the things I wish I had gone back in time to share with myself. I would have given myself a lot more grace along the way. But one of the things that's wild is the way that our society is, our culture is, the way that even marketing conditions us to expect big things immediately, almost overnight. I know we all roll our eyes at overnight, yet we're chasing it. We're chasing the reward of an overnight success. And I'm thinking about how many times I like didn't sit in gratitude for how much we had built in a short amount of time year one, year two, year three, because I was literally looking at people with businesses that were 10, 15, 20 years old. That doesn't make any sense, right? Tomorrow, I'm sharing three huge announcements that have taken me years to build. And I'm really excited to share these three announcements. You'll probably see them and hear them everywhere. And I want to share a few different things that are really, really important to support with uh, on the journey when things take longer than you expect. So these three announcements, I've wanted to announce them for probably the last four years, but I wasn't really ready the last four, well, three years, fair, three years. I've wanted to announce all of these. I've wanted to make them happen. And the truth is they just weren't ready. Great things take time. Now, that can sometimes discourage us. For example, did you know to build like a house from the ground up usually takes like two or three years unless you're going with something that's already pre-built versus like a manufactured home can be put up fairly quickly. Uh, I think about the difference between waiting 12 weeks for furniture that's quality furniture that you'll be able to last, you know, make last for generations versus the Ikea dresser that you can set up in a couple of frustrated, curse word filled hours. (laughs) Huge difference. One gives immediate, that immediate hit of like, yes, now I've got a shelf. Now I've got a couch now, right? It's frustrating in the meantime while you're building it, but it's a lot shorter. And so what's interesting is sometimes we think, okay, this, this big thing I want, the couch or the table or the bookshelf takes way too long to get here. It costs too much money. Actually, I have a really good example for this. Uh, This is not about the time, but this is about like the short term fix versus the long term. And so when I look at our business, I recognize that the more established, wise, mature a business becomes, the less of those short term wins you're gonna experience those short-term dopamine hits of like, yes, I built a big thing. Um, what's interesting though about all of this is is we chase this short-term. And that's why 
our brains are primed for marketing that promises big wins. That can actually be super detrimental. And so I want you to start to recognize, am I having an IKEA mindset here or am I having a long-term build-out mindset? Uh, another thing that I think about a lot, okay, this is really funny. So I did not used to understand uh, luxury purses. If you don't understand them, still totally fine. You might not understand them. It might not be your thing. Uh, I'll use two more examples because I think this is such an important lesson. And even if you're like, Rachel, I already knew this. But did you? Because I'm looking at myself and I'm, I'm saying, why is everything taking so long? I want results overnight. I want the big profit now. I want the big win. I want the award. I want the trophy, right? Like we all experience that. And I'm going to share a real example at the end of this podcast that's really interesting, okay? And you're going to be like, oh, dang, I see where I have wanted the shortcut or the faster path, okay? So luxury purses. Growing up, I was always like, you don't need luxury purses. Just get all your purses from Target, okay? Now, keep in mind, sometimes a Target purse is all that's accessible in a certain season of life. Now, the thing about Target purses, sorry, Target, I got to throw you under the bus for a second. You buy a Target purse, you're so happy, you're like, I spent 20 or 30 bucks, maybe 40 bucks, and you're like, I look just as good as everyone with all their fancy purses. Only in a couple of months, you go into your purse, you open the pocket, and suddenly you realize that your keys have fallen through the lining and is now they're now stuck in between the lining and the exterior of the purse. And it slowly unravels and frays until you no longer have a purse, but rather just uh, a piece of fabric, okay? That's really interesting, okay? So every few months you end up getting a new Target purse. I can't be the only one who's experienced this, right? Every few months you have to get a new Target purse and before you know it, you have a whole closet full of Target purses and you kind of hold on to all of them so you have looks for different outfits even though none of them are fully functional the same way anymore. At least this was my experience. I can't be the only one who's been through this. So the first time I found a luxury purse at Goodwill, I was like, okay, this is really expensive for Goodwill. Uh, I think it was $15, but it was genuine leather. And you could tell the stitching was really nice. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can splurge $15 at Goodwill. That's so expensive for this store. Meanwhile, of course, you go drop 40 bucks on a Target purse. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try it. Just see if I like it. I feel bad spending $15 on a used purse. But before you know it, I realized that that purse was gonna outlast everything. It actually lasted for a very long time until I spilled pen ink on the outside, which was leather. And suddenly I realized I have been going for the quick fix for so long that I'm flying through purses and ultimately probably in the long term spending more money than if I had just bought a quality purse from the very beginning. I don't know if bought is a word, but we're going with it today. Uh, okay. Side note. Have you ever seen um, the YouTube channels that just like snark on people's like podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff? Sometimes I've seen them like come up on YouTube and I'm like, dude, if someone starts doing that to me, there is so much material because I say some dumb stuff. Rest in peace <laughs> to myself. Similarly, have you ever been in the mindset where you were like, do I want to cook dinner? But you think about like all of the things you're going to buy for groceries 
right? You think about all the things that you're going to buy for groceries and you're like, I don't want to spend how much at the grocery store. So instead you DoorDash and suddenly accidentally pay $30 for one bowl of noodles, right? (laughs) One is a short-term mindset quick wins. And sometimes those are needed. Let's be clear. Sometimes those are necessary. One is long-term growth. One is the long-term plan, the long-term budget, the long-term health. Now, sometimes you just want that $30 bowl of noodles from DoorDash, okay? But I'm going to share a really interesting experience. Years ago, I tried to shortcut the process of writing a book. What's interesting is I had an amazing, amazing deal, uh, an offer from a self-publishing company, and they're fantastic. But they asked me if I wanted to write a book, and I knew I had an event coming up in two months. So I rushed through the process and quickly got this book together and probably ignored every single rule in the book about writing books, um, if there is a book on writing books. I literally ignored every single step in the whole entire process because I needed it done now. I didn't want to wait. I wanted it done in time for my conference. So we rushed through everything only for me to realize that the end result was lacking. And you want to know where that was showcased? In the Amazon reviews. People said, I love what Rachel has to share, but this book isn't it. And it was really harsh. Uh, it was it was true. Um, by the way, that's the difference between a valid criticism and just a hater. There was some valid criticism in there for me to take and realizing like that book, uh, and this is why I still to this day kind of cringe a little bit when someone says, oh, I ordered your book. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's the old one. It was the shortcut one. I did it way too fast. And I, is there some gold in that book? Yeah. But it doesn't deliver my heart and my expertise and my passion and my care all because I wanted to say I'm an author I have a book and to be able to share that book with people at a conference great things take time rock-solid long-term businesses take time writing a book takes time a lot of time The whole process takes so much longer than anyone even realizes. So I wanted to share this today because if you've been beating yourself up about not having the super quick wins, the super short uh, term wins, you see other people seemingly taking shortcuts. I just want to remind you that there is a drawback to the short term. There is a drawback to shooting for just the dopamine or the quick money or the quick win or the quick cash or the whatever. There is a drawback down the road. You just don't experience that immediately. And so I've, I've been there. I've experienced it many times in my business. And my goodness, the amount of hard work I went, I put in to avoid building the long-term business that takes time. Oh, I could have put all of that towards building the long-term business. Instead of trying to find the shortcut to finding clients, I could have just started creating consistent client uh, content that attracts clients. Sometimes we seek the short-term solution so much so that we do more work and spend more money and then spend more time trying to fix the mistakes than we do if we just go for the long-term solution. So I used a lot of different examples in this podcast and hopefully one resonates. And in case none did so far, I will share one more. 
I used to wonder why people ever bought nicer cars. <laughs> now, growing up, that wasn't even an option, right? We always bought beaters. Like our budget for cars was max 3K, right? You got the rusted out minivan. We had a truck where the floor, you could actually see the, the road passing underneath you. Um, I had one where the trunk didn't open and the passenger seat didn't open, so people had to climb over from the driver's seat. And we spent anywhere from $800 for beaters all the way to 3000 And what blew my mind was realizing that the number of beaters that we were going through and the amount we were spending to fix all of those cars probably could have gotten us into not a luxury car, but maybe just like a basic used safe car with some kind of warranty. And so I hope now you found a lesson or a, an example that resonates, but I wanted to share this because sometimes, like I said, we just chase the short term because we want the feel good and we want to feel the progress and we want to see the wins. But remember that everything has pros and cons. Everything has pros and cons. There are pros and cons to the short term solution. The major con to building the long term thing that takes time and intention and won't deliver results immediately is that it doesn't deliver results immediately. You're going to have to find the dopamine hit somewhere else. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I will catch you guys in the next episode of Social Media Secrets. Bye for now.